From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. It's about to go down in a minute. Let me touch down. I'm going to get it. Because I, 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 been waiting all night. It's game time. It's game time on ESPN Central Texas, presented by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. Now from the Alan Samuels Studios, here's Tom Barfield, Ward White, and Ryan Fox. Well, good morning and welcome to the program. This is game time for a Tuesday, straight up and down 7 o'clock, as we welcome you into the show. Tom, Ward, Ryan, glad to have you with us as we... Kick off a brand new day. Ward, In a, a, a good morning. How are we? Good morning. Ryan, how are you? Doing well. Happy Tuesday. Indeed. All right. Uh, off and running here uh, on a Tuesday morning. Plenty to talk about and to dive into and and uh, and break down as we get ready for a Baylor Open Week. So we'll talk a little bit about that and what gets done there. Uh, Shehan Jayarajah is going to talk college football with us at uh, 7.30. Uh, and at 8.30, <laughs> we're going to try it again. Chris Williams from KWTX is going to be on the program. And uh, we'll talk uh, some college and high school athletics with uh, with Chris. And uh, we'll get that done. You can always join the program on our CNC Collision Center text line, 254-662-1660. That's 254-662-1660. And remember, if you missed anything, maybe you had to uh, you know, actually do some work and you missed uh, one of our interviews or something, you can always go to the, um, to the website and, uh, we've got it, uh, we'll have it downloaded in a podcast just as soon as the program is over. And that uh, website is syntax sports fan.com Uh, we try to get all the audio that we can for you. The Dave Aranda post, uh, post game interview, uh, not interview, but the press conference is uh, available for you to listen to if you'd like to. So uh, after the uh, Baylor-Oklahoma State game. So so we got plenty to get to today, and uh, we will do that. Ward, I, was, I, I, I immediately thought about you when, when I saw this. I read the article this morning in the Waco Tribune Herald by Bryce Cherry. I don't know if anybody saw it, but he was talking about they do the high school football picks just like we do. Uh, we, you know, we do the pickums, and they do it as well, and keep score among the uh, among the riders. And <laughs> apparently, somebody, oh, and, and it's happened, of course, to all of us. But somebody, uh, somebody took a took exception with one of Bryce's picks, and uh, and let him know about it. And, and I get that. I mean, look, first of all, it's for fun. Second of all, you know, he mentioned 70. I would say for us it's fair to say that we that we keep our eyes and ears on about 50 teams. So you're not keeping up perfectly with all of these guys. Mm-hmm. And, and then you're just – look, you're just taking the information that you have and you're making a pick on a game. That's it. It's, it's nothing – it really isn't a personal attack on any particular school – it just is what hey this team's 7 and 3 and this team is 3 and 7 i think the 7 and 3 team's got a pretty good chance to win that's it nothing right. <laughs> but he wrote it must have been pretty good he wrote an article about it this morning and i just i kind of giggled all the way through it because i think all of us at one point or another that have to do this you know uh you know it it happens and look if you make a mistake at your job 
You and your boss know it. <laughs> Maybe just you know it. We make a mistake. Everybody knows it. So like Saturday, I told you, I forgot where UCF is. Mm-hmm. It was like, it's in Orlando. No, it's not. And then Mosley looks at me and goes, yes, it is. <laughs> so, oops. Yeah, you're right. You know, it, it happens. You, you, when, you, when you do as much as we do and go as fast as we go during football season. In fact, I was at the doctor yesterday, and he says, he asked me, he said, are you always on? He said, Friday nights, every morning, Saturdays. I said, yeah. I mean, pretty much during football season, we're going, we're going 9,000 miles an hour. So anyway, did you, uh, I just, I got a tickle. I, I got tickled over the Bright's article. Mm-hmm. Did you see the payout for the Wisconsin football coach? I did. $11 million. I would have thought that if you had a payout of $11 million, you might be a little slower to terminate because these these contracts are bigger, these payoffs are bigger. But it seems like, you know what, we're going to get a look – what, look what happened last year. You had guys getting dumped in the season. you got guys getting dumped this season. And I'm, I'm just going to assume that the dollars – the incoming dollars through donors is so big that when they that, that you've got to you've got to make that move and make it fast. I mean, what purpose did Wisconsin serve other than sending the message that hey, we got a, a coaching search underway? That's it. I, I mean, mean, I I I don't. Sometimes you try to rejuvenate a locker room by doing it. I don't know that maybe. that's ever really successful. Um, but. And are you bringing people in to interview? What if you've got three or four head coaches on your list? Are they coming in to interview? No. no. They're busy coaching, probably. That's exactly right. So you you start all that back channel stuff. You hire, I guess, your search firm if you're going to do that. You know, everybody does it a little different. But I don't know that you'd get other than, hey, the day that the season is over, uh, you get started, but you know, I was looking at what is their record, Ryan? Was it two and two? Uh, two and three. Two and three. Well, and they've still got a lot of winnable football games. Yes. They could be in a, in, I'm not talking about just a bowl. I'm talking about they could be in a nice bowl. It's, it's not done for them by any stretch, which, no, which got me to wondering why did they fire him in the first place? The guy's won, what, 70% of his games? Probably. St- I mean, there may be something going on in the back channels that yeah. we don't know. Yeah, well, that's that's exactly what I told Ryan this morning. I said, there's more to this yes. than this. Has to be. It's crazy. But you saw it last year, and you're seeing it this year. Now, it's pretty clear why you fire the guy at Colorado. I mean, that that's a dumpster fire, right? I mean, they they may be the worst D, you know, D, division one program going right now. I mean they that's a bad football team. That's yeah. a bad football program. Yeah, they're zero and five this year, and their closest game was a twenty three point loss. So it's just not good at all. Whoa! So they they not only let their head coach go, I think they let their OC go as well. DC is now going to be the interim or something to that effect. It may they may have let the DC go and kept the I don't know, but one of the coordinators and the head coach is out of there. In, in you know, I get what they're doing. I mean, 
you know, they're just they're just trying to put a Band-Aid on that thing. But the Wisconsin deal was a little strange to me. And, and maybe there's more to it, and you're right, maybe there is. We'll talk to Shayhan about that coming up at 7.30. But it was just the fact that these buyouts are so huge now. And they're not blinking. They're just doing it. You know, writing that $11 million, I, I, how, how deep of a thought process did Wisconsin go through before the AD and the president said, yeah, let's pull the trigger? I, I don't know that we'll ever know. I mean, I would – I would hope that it had been pretty deep. He was owed twenty million on his contract, so I mean, you know, eleven million I guess is a little more than half. Yeah. So, so you're gonna you're gonna write that check, then you're gonna hire somebody, and you're gonna write them a nice big signing bonus and pay them more money than you paid that guy because that's the way it works. No one's coming in for less. Hey, you were paying the dude that you didn't like this. You know, CNC Collision Center text line, great point. Very well could be true. Who knows? From the 903, is firing a coach midseason an AD attempting to save their job? In some cases, Sometimes it could it be. Sometimes it is. Yeah. In some cases, it could be. A lot of this comes even higher than the AD, doesn't it? Sometimes it's coming from the president because they've got uh, – They've got uh, board of regents, and they've got big donors that are snapping at them, you know, and it all rolls downhill. It does. But, you know, they're two – Wisconsin was two and three. The, the loss Saturday was a bad loss. Yes, yeah, 34-10 to Illinois. At home. At home. Uh, that's a bad loss. But look up, Ryan. Who did they play? I mean, they they played some good people. Well, and – Look, sometimes you can just see a team that's not inspired, mm-hmm. and maybe that has something to do with it. I haven't watched any of their games. Me I don't neither. Know. Me neither. I mean, we, we've been busy with our own. Uh, but they have played some good folks, haven't they? Yeah, they have. Well, they started – this is their game. They started week one 38 nothing win over Illinois State and then a three-point loss to Washington State. And then they hosted New Mexico State, won 66-7. And then they played at Ohio State and lost by 31. And then they came back home, hosted Illinois on Saturday, and lost by 24. It may be the margin of defeat. I mean, they're getting run out of the gym in, in some of those games. You know, if you lose to Ohio State 34-22 or something like that, you know, yeah. not what was the score? 52-21. And then they got beat Saturday. 34 to 10 at home. Yeah. And he may have lost the team. I don't know. And it may be as simple as Ward said. It may be something other than scores and wins and losses. I don't know. But it's strange that you're willing to just write that check for 11 mil. Wow. I guess that's the that's the world we live in in today's college football. Oh, it, it, you know, it happens. This isn't the first time it's happened. No. So. But it's, it just seems after I watched uh, two or three guys lose their job early in the process last year, and we're already seeing guys losing jobs this year. I don't know. It just maybe it's me. Maybe it's just it seems like it's a little, you know, a little more pronounced that guys are, you know, that this is happening. So, all right, uh, there you go. We're off and running. It's eleven minutes after seven o'clock. Seven eleven. Welcome into the program. 
Uh, the high school football poll is out. Uh, Dave Campbell's Texas football high school football poll is out. And oh, by the way, you guys have got to remind me, on Friday, we've got to talk to Greg Tepper. Uh, there was there was a conversation on the show, on, on Bally's uh, scoreboard show, Scoreboard Live. I, I'm driving back from Colleen. I had nothing to do with it. Next thing you know, my name's being tossed around. <laughs> in that conversation that they were having with uh, their guest. And I got to talk to Tep about that. They, uh, they, they, you know, they had Terry Crawford on the program. Let me just say that the uh, head coach at Abbott. So anyway, all right. uh, 12 minutes after seven o'clock, we're going to talk some high school football. We'll do it next right here on ESPN central Texas. The bears are back in action Thursday, October 13th. Headed to Morgantown to take on the West Virginia Mountaineers. 4 p.m. for the Baylor Alumni Tailgate Show. Live from Morgantown. 6.15 p.m. kickoff with John, JJ, and Ricky. It's the Bears and the Mountaineers. Thursday, October 13th. Here on the home of the Bears. ESPN Central Texas. TFNB Your Bank for Life is the official local bank of Baylor Athletics. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our Edge Checking and Savings accounts to earn interest or cash back. With five convenient locations and an award-winning mobile app, banking has never been easier. TFNB Your Bank for Life. Member FDIC. The next time you need to rent or buy heavy equipment, remember West Rentals. At West Rentals, you'll find scissor lifts, ditch switch, sky track, storage crates, skid steers, backhoe, power washer, jackhammer, jumping jack, and concrete trowels. Their goal is to meet all your needs from small jobs to large contracts. Locally owned and operated, West Rentals, 226 West Oak Street in West and at westrental.net. When shopping for a home mortgage, Benchmark Mortgage, Waco, Central Texas is ready to bring you home. Offering conventional VA, FHA, and USDA loan products for purchase and refinance transactions. Our team is committed to providing a first-class experience and united by the Benchmark core values. Success, relationship, dynamic, excellence, and positive attitude. We provide certainty in uncertain times. Benchmark Mortgage, Waco, Central Texas. Locally owned and operated by Adam Goldenberg. NMLS number 746474. With 20 years experience, visit adamgoldenberg.benchmark.us. Baylor football on ESPN Central Texas. Have you ever been stranded on the side of the road? The next time it happens, call Big Boys Record Service to get you and your ride where you need to be. You can count on Big Boys Record Service to help you with roadside assistance, such as when your vehicle won't start, you need a tire change, you locked yourself out of your vehicle, or you're stuck in the mud. Remember, Big Boys Record Service can help with heavy hauls as well. No job too big or too small, they do it all. In business since 1983, Big Boys Record Service. Call 254-662-3031. And remember, slow down or move over. Your one stop for all farm and ranch supplies is Bar None Country Store. And when it's time to buy feed for all of your animals, they're an official Purina dealer. Bar None Country Store also stocks lawn and garden supplies, outdoor furniture, ag hardware, and Circle E and Tyler candles. Go by and say hello to Paula, Chelsea, and the gang at Bar None Country Store. 7991 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville and at barnonecountrystore.com. Do you have pain or sports injuries that are keeping you on the sidelines? Start a conversation with a specialist at Ascension Medical Group, Providence Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. 
Tell us about your activities and your history of pain or a recent injury so together we can create the best care plan for you. We are here with minimally invasive to advanced surgery options, as well as physical therapy, and we treat both kids and adults. Schedule with our specialists today at ascension.org slash Texas Ortho. When you do whatever it takes to get the job done, they say you're on it. At ASCO Equipment, they work hard to get the job done and get it done right. They partnered with Doosan Forklifts because they get the job done too. Doosan builds cushion, electric and pneumatic forklifts you buy and rent at ASCO Equipment and they service and support it. Quality forklifts that get the job done. ASCO Equipment, they're on it, whatever it is. Your leader in high school sports, ESPN, Central Texas. Seven sixteen, sixty minutes after 7 o'clock. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward, Ryan, we're glad you're with us. Uh, from the CNC Collision Center text line, uh, let's see what this one is. Does the early signing period have anything to do with early firings? I don't know. Uh, if, you, if you get somebody hired, it might uh, influence what they do. But with the transfer portal nowadays, I don't well, know. I mean – Players are bailing at the middle of the season. SMU's got. Did you see that? Five guys that have said, hey, we're done. We're going to transfer out of here. So they're going to sit the rest of this year and hit the transfer portal because now there are windows in which you can enter and ex- enter the uh, transfer portal. So th- th- there's some. And, and it looks like it's dudes that were playing, but maybe lost their position to other guys. You know, maybe there's. Maybe the philosophy change and and their skill set didn't fit. I don't know. Maybe maybe they recruited better players. I don't know. Now SMU's having a solid season, aren't they? I mean, they've had a couple of losses to FBS programs, but I think they're I think they're doing okay. SMU, but yeah, I don't I don't know. It's, but it's making it's, news. It's an alarming concern, I think. Yeah. But you know what? You started it. You invited it. Well, it's not going to change. So there it is. There it is. The transfer portal. You, I mean, so, I mean, what did you think was going to happen? It's college free agency is That's all it is. That's exactly what it is. What did you think was going to happen? Uh, 718, let's, uh, let's run down some of the high school games, uh, high school t- uh, top tens, uh, Ryan. So we'll start in Class 6A, where 1 through 9 is virtually the same, spearheaded by Galena Park North Shore at 5-0, and taking the top spot. Uh, no local teams in 6A. We'll move down to Class 5A Division One, where Longview stays at first place, or number one seed after their bye week. And then now to 5A Division Two Argyle, Still at number one at five and zero, as number five Colleyville Heritage drops out. Four A Division One Stephenville and China Springs still hold the one and two spot. Stephenville coming off that impressive forty two twenty one win over Brownwood. Isn't that cool that you got two teams in the same district, one and two in the state? It's crazy, and then that loss that Brownwood took to Stephenville dropped them out of the top ten. Four A Division Two Carthage. At number one, still six nine thirteen win off Brownsboro and Hillsboro coming out of the or not Hillsboro excuse me Glen Rose out of the bye week still at number nine at four and one overall Class Three A Division One 
Franklin at 6-0 takes number one. Grandview at number four. Malakoff at five. And Cameron Yo stays put at number 10, coming off their bye week as well. Three Division Two Gunner at 4-0 stays at number one. Palmer stays put at number eight after a 14-point win uh, against Blooming Grove. And then Lexington stays put at number nine at 5-0 with a 34-6 win over Caldwell. Is that Lamb Passes at nine? Yeah. Where? And oh, no, I'm sorry. It's Lexington. Lexington. I'm sorry. Okay. Yes. And then uh, Class 2A Division One, uh, Timpson stays put at number one. They're 6-0 and after a big win against San Augustine. Toller at number nine. Centerville at number 10 uh, at, with a 3-2 and two record coming out of the bye week. Crawford, 5-0. and Big win over Valley Mills at number three. Class 2A Division Two. March stays put at number one, 6-0 and after a 78 to nothing win over Heiko. Chilton at number five. Bremond stays put at number eight. And Granger is at number 10. And the six-man ranks, Class 1A Division One Abbott, after a 46-0 win over Borden County, stays put at number one at 6-0. Jonesboro 5-1 at four. Then the Class 6-man 1A Division Two Benjamin 5-0 at number one. And Oglesby moves up to number five. They are 6-0 after a 64-14 win over Gustine. And then now in the private private school ranks at 11-man Dallas Parish Episcopal at number one at 4-1. and one. And then private six-man Conroe Covenant moves up to number one as they are 6-0 after a 58-8 win against Beaumont Legacy Christian. To me, it's kind of cool to see programs and I know you got some of your your benchmark programs that are in there that that are in there every year but take an Oglesby Ward I mean that was a program that just struggled for years and and, and just struggled I mean that's the in in something something infused some energy into the program they had a great run last year you know and everybody was just thrilled to see what they did over there and they they continue this year this is a different team I mean, it just is, and you have, uh, and in a different year, and you, you have the same results. When you when you get some energy, and you learn how to win, and you and you and you go get it done. That's that's kind of fun to watch. Yeah, you you see programs that turn around and and are able to sustain it. That's what that's what the goal is, and be able to go from year in year out and and build that program. And it doesn't start. Just on the varsity level, it starts all the way down. And mm-hmm. when you get that, that's when you have something special. And that's why you have some of these programs out there that are, you know, some of the winningest programs in the history of the state. And they continue to be. And they continue to be year in and year out playoff teams. And we see a lot of them at AT&T time and time again. Yeah, you do. I, uh, you know, it's it's interesting to me. I think winning is a habit, and I think losing is a habit, unfortunately. Now, how you change that habit, I don't know. I don't know what the magic – I don't know what, what happened in Oglesby to take them from a program that had not made the playoffs in years to a team that made a deep run last year to a team that's undefeated this year. I mean, was it simply they had a good run on on talent? Maybe. But I think I think there had to be other ingredients to go into the to go into the pot of stew, if you will. Uh, it, it, you know, was it a coaching staff change? Was it a philosophy change? 
Was it a community chat? I don't know. But it's kind of cool. Probably it's, all. Yeah, it, it may be. It may be a little bit of everything. And you're right. Uh, when you when you get that and, and, and these programs start winning, well, I, I've said it a million times, there are teams that go on the field on Friday night hoping to win, and there are teams that go on the field on Friday night expecting to win. And they are genuinely surprised if for some reason they didn't win the game. I mean, there are, there are programs, and we got several in this area because we have such good high school football. But there are sev- there are teams, you know, that y- you think Katie goes on the field going, "Oh boy, I hope we win tonight." No, Katie goes on the field going, "We're going to win tonight. We're prepared. We had a good week of practice. We're better. We're going to win." And if they don't, it's like, "What the world happened?" Well, therein lies the difference. Yeah, expecting to win and hoping to win, you know. And then there are those. You know, neither. They, they're they not hoping to win. They're not expecting to win. They're just playing the game. And I don't know. All right, 724, this is game time. And, and how do you get to that point? How do you get to a point to where the culture is, we're going to win? There's no doubt about it. We're going to win. I don't know how you get there. But there are programs that are there. Make no mistake about it. And you can sense it. You can feel it. You can see it, and it's none of it is tangible. I mean, it just isn't. But it's uh, it is interesting how how all that works, and and how it works in one community, and then you go down the road eight miles, and it's polar opposite. Well, you can just change the mindset. I mean, I, that's that's how you get it done. You change the mindset. You change the work ethic, and when you do things the right way, and and you start seeding success. Success breeds success. And so that's that's the only way to get it done. That's the first thing you have to do. Kids got to believe it, though, don't they? Well, that's what I'm saying. You yeah. change the mindset. And, and you can you <laughs> you can see it sometimes. They can, they can say all the right things, but do they really believe it? And then there's those programs. They say it, and they mean it. And... They're they're really genuinely bought in and 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 believe that hey, look, we're going to win a football game. I mean, and and I'll give you an example. And I'm not you know, Mart lost in the semifinals last year. That's a terrific season. I don't care who you are, what you are. That is a terrific season. Not to them, it's not. They were genuinely they they couldn't believe Fall City beat them. Couldn't believe it. And don't you like a kid like that right now? I mean, well, yeah, that's what you want. That's the program right now. The program is, hey, we're 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 going to get this done. And if we don't, what in the world? How did this happen? I mean, and that's a state semifinal loss. That's, I mean, that's just where the program is right now. That's where the coaching staff is right now. That's where the players, and the community, and everybody associated with it. And that's kind of cool to see. And that's not – I just brought up Mark, but there's others in the area that are like that. Kind of fun to uh, to kind of watch those guys. All right, it is uh, 727. We are going to talk some college football. Shehan Raja from CBSSports.com is coming our way here in just a couple of minutes. We are presented by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business. 
glad to have you with us as we uh, roll through this um, this Tuesday morning. At Allen Samuels, you can check out the new 2022 Wagoneer Series 2 and 3, and they have 2.9% financing for 72 months plus $3,500 Conquest bonus cash. Well, I like the way that sounds. And uh, first responders get an extra $500 during the Jeep Adventure Days. Uh, you can also check out the 2022 Dodge Charger, Dodge Challenger, $500 retail bonus, plus 2.9% for 72 months, all at Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. they got a great pre-owned selection right now and, of course, an award-winning service department. They're at 201 West Loop 340, just down from Highway 84. And uh, I was thinking about the, uh, the Heart of Texas Fair and Rodeos coming up, and I promise you, I promise you, they are, they are involved in the HOT. They always are. I mean, it's just one of the many, many ways that Ted Teague and his staff give back to this community. Uh, again, great folks. You're going to love doing business with them. 201 West Loop 340, just down from Highway 84. Alan Samuels, your friend in the car business. Hey, everyone. With today's Cowboys Report, I'm Christy Scales. The defense has been so stingy through the first month of the season, it's on a record-setting pace. Details after this. Becky Hammond on being the first woman to coach in the NBA. What if it's no big deal that I'm a woman? What if it's about striving for excellence and being the best me without the label? It's not about where others say you should be. It's about where you want to go. It's about a financial services company that focuses on your measures of success. Whether it's for your home or business, we offer personalized service and expert advice to help you achieve your unique goals. Visit SWBC.com for financial services without the labels. What does it mean to be a part of Cowboys Nation? At Reliant, it means powering the home of the Dallas Cowboys and homes of Cowboys fans across Texas and helping out when needed most. As an electricity provider, it's our commitment to every customer and their family, and it's as strong as our Texas roots. It's our promise today and for generations to come. Reliant, proud to be the official energy provider of the Dallas Cowboys. PUCT number 10007. Quarterback Dak Prescott has a doctor's appointment today, and hopefully that leads to a better time frame on when to expect him to return to action following thumb surgery. In his absence, it's the Cowboys' defense that's carrying the team. The unit has given up a total of four touchdowns in four games, joining the 1970 and 1972 teams as the only ones in franchise history to give up four touchdowns in four games. They also have 15 sacks. Neville Gallimore got one of them in Sunday's win over Washington, and Gallimore says this group is just scratching the surface. There is no ceiling, you know. We know that what we got in that room. We know we're not nearly where we need to be yet, but we're locked in and we're getting there. Up next, a trip to L.A. to take on the Rams, who were held to nine points in their Monday night loss to the 49ers. With today's Cowboys Report, I'm Christy Scales. And today's Cowboy Report brought to you by Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac. Check them out at Richard Carr. It's fall, school has started, pumpkin spice is everywhere, and football is finally back. The temperatures are dropping and you think you have escaped summer's dreaded effects on your foundation. Then, you see it. Where did that crack come from? Wait, this door doesn't latch. Or, why doesn't this window open? Most people don't realize the full effects of summer soil movement until September or October. And the fall season is typically the busiest time of the year for foundation repair. Do you want your home in tip-top shape for the holidays? Do you want the topic at Thanksgiving dinner to be that big crack in your wall? 
then you better call the doctor. He'll craft the best solution for you and your home and get you back on the level in no time. Call us today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. So for doors that are sticking and cracks in your walls, the Foundation Doctor will make a house call. Nobody covers football in Central Texas like ESPN Central Texas. Security Bank of Crawford offers the citizens of Bell, Bosque, Coriel, and McLennan counties competitive rates on a variety of commercial and consumer deposit accounts, plus certificates of deposits in ranges of 30 days to five years. And Security Bank of Crawford is also here for commercial, consumer, and real estate loans. So if you live in Bosqueville, China Spring, Clifton, Crawford, Evant, Oglesby, Prairie Chapel, or Valley Mills, do yourself a favor and check Check out the friendly employees at Security Bank of Crawford. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. Hi, Central Texas. This is Kyla Dietrich with Kelly Realtors. I've built a successful real estate career based on exceptional customer service with referrals from friends, family, and clients like you. I've been a licensed realtor in Texas for 20 years, and I'm grateful to be an annual platinum producer. I'm in my favorite season of life right now, raising three teens and soaking up every single second of Friday night football. Let me, Kyla Dietrich with Kelly Realtors, help you find your journey home. Call 254-749-6069. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. The Texas Rangers tied a franchise record turning six double plays but lost to the Yankees 3-1. to Aaron Judge did not hit a home run but has two games today to set a new American League single season home run record. The afternoon game starts at 105 and can be heard on Cool 101.3 FM. The nightcap begins at 7.05, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Kyle Schwarber's leadoff homer was enough for the Phillies to shut out the Astros 3-0. With career home run number 703, Albert Pujols now has 2,216 career RBIs, the second most in Major League history behind Hank Aaron. San Francisco closed out week four of the NFL season with a 24-9 win over the Rams. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Your first word in sports. Game time. Weekdays 7 to 9 on ESPN Central Texas. Seven thirty-four. Welcome back in. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas, your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. Tom, Ward, Ryan, we're glad you're with us. And on the program this morning is Shehan J. Raja from CBSSports.com. Shehan, good morning. How are we this morning? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. We appreciate your time, as always. Let's begin in the Big 12. Uh, As we head into October, would you have ever thought that Kansas and Kansas State would be at the top of the of the Big 12 and Oklahoma would be at the bottom? I mean, it it just looks strange when you look at it. Uh, Well, look, I tried to to beat the Kansas State drum all offseason, but even I couldn't have predicted that them and Kansas would be the two teams right now at the top of the conference. Obviously, Oklahoma State and TCU still undefeated as well, but it's been such a strange year to start in the Big 12, but I think it's a real testament to the quality of programs that there are right now. I think uh, in this time period, I think basically anybody can beat anybody in the Big 12. And, you know, for for Oklahoma to start 0-2 in a non-pandemic, pandemic season for the first time since 1998. I mean, strange times for sure. Strange times. It it may be a detriment to the league 
as far as getting a team to the Final Four and the tournament, but is it is it in the long run something that is good for for this conference to have such parity? It appears to be up and down, uh, up and down the league. Yeah, I think so. I, I do think so. You know, there are six teams right now from the future Big 12 that are ranked right now. Uh, and, you know, I'm heading into the season, I actually had a prediction uh, in our Big 12 bold predictions that, you know, I, th- I thought that there could be potentially up to three teams ranked in the top 10 to 15 from the Big 12. And none of them could be Texas or Oklahoma. Now, again, I didn't expect it to be this bad from from both Texas and Oklahoma. But, uh, you know, I think that there's such depth right now. And like you said, I mean, look, I think that the Big 12 is probably not going to get a team into the college football playoff. But you look at the quality of the league right now, uh, you, you know, of course, there's Bill Connolly's ratings over at, S, uh, at ESPN, the SP Plus ratings that kind of are like an advanced analytics system. And every single team in the Big 12 is ranked 55 or higher, which is crazy. Like that never, ever, ever happens. He actually has them on average ranked as the second best league in the country on average, only behind the SEC right now. And when you add these other four teams, I think that you're just going to get four more quality teams that expect to compete year in and year out. So I, I think that the Big 12 is in a great position long-term. And, and I'll tell you what, I think that for people in the Big 12, the opportunity to kind of send Texas and Oklahoma right in this second to the bottom of the conference is probably a pretty satisfying thing. How long has it been since the Red River rivalry has been so quiet during the week of and the two teams have not been ranked, neither one of them going into the game? Well, I'll tell you what, I feel like every every stat that we have right now about Oklahoma is this is the first time since 1998 before Bob Stoops got there because that's the last time that we had unranked versus unranked in the uh, in the Red River shootout. It's, it's definitely a strange one heading in this year. You know, this upcoming weekend, this is the only Big 12 game right now that uh, doesn't feature at least one ranked team this upcoming weekend, which is such a str- again just such a bizarre situation to be in. So, uh, you know, it, it's definitely strange. It's definitely going to put a damper on things. You know, again, the funny thing is right now the the game that college game day is going <laughs> to is Kansas versus TCU and skipping over the Red River rivalry, right? So, uh, again, it's been such a strange start to the Big 12 season. And by the way, I'll throw on top of that. Obviously, they're not a Big 12 team, but, you know, Texas A&M Alabama is this weekend, and they really gave very little consideration to, to going to that game because of what Texas A&M is right now versus what Kansas is right now. So, uh, again, I think it's been a lot of fun. I, I think that the Big 12 by far has been the most fun league in the country this year, and I think that they're going to end up being not just the most fun league in the country, but I think by a wide margin as well. Isn't it crazy? I mean, stop and think about that. You've got two – uh, two programs, one in a sec- with a second-year head coach, one with a first-year head coach. They're both undefeated, and you got game day in Lawrence, Kansas, and it's not dribbling a basketball. <laughs> right, and you know, I, I think that you know, I think we do need to take a second and talk about TCU, and and you know, I mean, they're playing right now with Max Duggan, who lost the quarterback job out of camp, and right now he's the highest-rated passer in the entire country. He leads the entire country in yards per attempt. Uh, you know, this is what an offensive staff can do, right? Like the, when you get a good offensive coordinator like Garrett Riley at TCU, uh, you know, I think they've done such a good job of managing him and putting him in good situations. Uh, I, I'm really excited.
excited about what this TCU team is, but of course, Kansas, you know, has been such a, uh, such a revelation this year. I think Jalen Daniels right now, if the season ended today would be the all big 12 first team quarterback. I think that you have a case to be an all America contender at quarterback. If not, you know, I, I mean, it's early, but like, through the first five games of the season, has there been a better quarterback in the country than Jalen Daniels with what he's been able to do for that team? You know, I, I think he's on the short list uh, for that for sure. So, you know, it's just so impressive right now. I, I think that you really see the difference in hiring somebody who's a true flat out football coach like Lance Leipold, uh, as opposed to trying to just get a recruiter who's going to fix the roster like David Beatty or Les Miles. Uh, and, and I think that it's really going to pay off for them in a big way. Five power five jobs already open. Is there another one on watch for you right now that may become open before we reach the end of the season? Well, I think that we we imagine that Auburn's going to come open, right? I, I mean, I feel like that's the worst kept secret in, in college football right now is that everybody, including probably Brian Harson, expects that job to open. But outside of that, too, I think I, I think that's where it gets more interesting. I'd be keeping an eye on Louisville right now. I, I think that. You know, Scott Satterfield came into the year with some recruiting momentum. It felt like they had a chance to maybe take a step. They've got a great quarterback in Malik Cunningham, but they have not performed at all. They've been really, really disappointing to the uh, to this point. And so I do think that there's a chance that Louisville might pull the plug and try to get somebody in there who maybe can try to hold on to some of that uh, that highly ranked recruiting class and and some of those top end recruits that they want. But you know, they've been really disappointing. I think that there's a really good chance that this ends up being the end. So those would be the two places that I'd go and look. I'd, I'd look at Brian Harson at Auburn, and I'd look at Scott Satterfield at Louisville. Are, are, are programs pulling the plug on their coaches quicker now? Oh, 100%. And I think I think there's a couple things with it. Uh, you know, one, we have this early signing period, so I think that there's just such a rush to try to get to market and try to get a coach in as soon as possible. I mean, last year, of course, we saw Texas Tech literally – hire a coach in the month of November and have Joey McGuire lead Baylor's staff in the middle of a big 12 championship run. Right. I, I mean, over at Notre Dame, you know, Brian Kelly ends up leaving while his team is still active for the college football playoff to go down to LSU before the early signing period. You know, I, I think that these things are directly related. Uh, and the other thing too, is I think that, I think that a lot of programs, are looking at, for example, what USC was able to do last year with Lincoln Riley. You know, they had months to put together a, a package and, and orchestrate all the pieces to make that happen. And they feel like, well, maybe if we get to market first or if we get to market early, we'll have a chance to maybe make a better hire than we would have otherwise. So I, I think that there's a lot of factors in play. I, I personally hate it. I think it's awful for the sport. I think, you know, we put, we, we, I think, forget sometimes that these players have four years to play college football. And when you fire a coach three games into the season, you're basically setting one of those years on fire. And, uh, you know, so I think it's kind of honestly disrespectful to the players in, in some ways to make decisions this early. I understand the logistics of why, but I, I do think that this is something that needs to be figured out to an extent. You know, we have these giant buyout figures. We have, you know, the, these programs that are firing coaches so early. I, I just think it's a mess. And I think that, uh, you know, it does a real disservice to the actual players on campus who are trying to, you know, take advantage of the limited opportunity that they have. What is the problem at Texas A&M? Does it all revolve around quarterback play? No, no, definitely not. I, I think that that's only one of many factors. Uh, you, you know, look, 
I, I think that for, for Jimbo Fisher, the way that his offense works, it relies so much on pieces working together. And when all the pieces don't work together, uh, then it, it just doesn't work. Right. And, and quarterback is one piece of that, but you know, look, receivers aren't getting the kind of separation that they need to consistently. Uh, you know, I think the offensive line has taken a huge step back since Josh Henson left as offensive line coach and they brought in Steve Adazio. He really hasn't performed uh, as, as a coach to the level anywhere near what they need to be. You know, running back, I, I think Devon Achan has been really good, but, you know, he's kind of a boomer bus player as well. So, you know, once they lost to Nia Smith, they were kind of a two-man game on offense and, and one of their guys is gone now. So uh, I think that it's just a little bit of everything, honestly, you know, they've done such a poor job of, of being consistent and, and look, the quarterback play hasn't been good by any means, but Max Johnson, especially, I think has been more than good enough to win games. He hasn't been turning over the ball and he's been completing passes. So I, I think it's just a little bit of everything. Obviously the quarterback is the one thing that you feel like, well, Hey, if you pluck this out and replace it with somebody better then everything can change. Uh, but but the reality is, look, I mean, the, the issues are really, hey, you know, the offensive linemen, you know, are, aren't working well together. The receivers aren't developing the way that they really need to to be able to succeed in this offense. So uh, so quarterback is a is a nice little scapegoat for people, but it's really only one part of what I think is a big, big, big structural issue on that offense. You mentioned a minute ago the early signing period is part of the uh, the situation. So many kids are are, are, are jumping in during that early signing period, would would you be in favor of, of going back to just one signing day? Yeah, I think so. I, I think that we're seeing right now just how difficult it is uh, to try to basically wrap up your recruiting class by, you know, the second week in December. I mean, I think back to when Baylor hired Matt Rule in 2017, and they got there late because, uh, you know, just the whole situation was a little weird. But they had a full month to be able to actually put together a recruiting class. And I would argue that one recruiting class kind of saved Baylor football. You know, Charlie Brewer is part of that class. James Lynch is part of that class. A whole lot of other great players. And imagine if they hadn't been able to do that, right? Imagine if they're coming into the season with one player signed in the early signing period. You know, it, it would be, I think, a huge disaster for that program. Uh, and, and now I think that other programs are looking at that as well. I'll even actually point to, uh, you know, obviously, you know, they didn't lose all these players when Rule left, but, you know, Matt Rule left for the NFL in January, and, and Baylor had to hire a coach in January after the early signing period. It, it's just such a tough position to be in, I think, uh, as a program. And, you know, I, I think that recruiting is such an important part of the sport. And I really liked the idea of the early signing period to kind of just wrap things up whenever uh, they first came in. But, you know, like you said, coaches are really pressuring kids to commit and sign uh, during that early signing period, whether or not they feel like they're ready to make their decision. So I, I think that it's been a net negative. And certainly I, I think that any time that something that's happening off field takes away from the on field of football, I, I think that that's just a mess, right? Like we can have all these conversations about coaching hot seed and recruiting and all this sort of stuff. But when you're throwing away actual football games, the 12 football games that you get a year in order to deal with something off field, I, I think you've kind of lost the plot then. Final thought for you. Talk a little bit about uh, USC uh, Lincoln Riley's football team. Is this a team that has a legitimate chance this year with the with with the schedule that they have played to get into the Final Four? 
I think they definitely do. You know, they showed obviously a level of dominance at times that I think is really impressive. Now, they need to be a little more consistent. Uh, I mean, honestly, the funny thing is, they, I think they need to be a little bit more consistent on the offensive side of the ball, which is kind of a funny place to be. And I think their defense has actually played uh, at a pretty decent level so far. But, you know, I, I think that they've showed at this point that they have real incredible upside. And, you know, you look at Utah right now, I think that Utah is going to be a really tough test for them. UCLA also looks like a pretty good test for them. And then certainly whenever you make it to the conference championship game, you have to get one of those teams again. So it's not an easy pass. I, I don't think, I think that it's looking a little bit more competitive than maybe we even expected, but you know, USC looks like a program right now that's already talented enough and is already, I, I think cohesive enough to be able to, to go through that schedule and finish 12 and one. And, and look, if they finish 12 and one with the, with Utah and UCLA on their schedule, I think that's going to be enough to get into the field pretty easily. They also have Notre Dame on their schedule. That should be a relatively easy game with the way that Notre Dame is playing right now. So, so yeah, I definitely think that they can get to 12 and one and, and look, I, I think that you look at the fields right now, you know, there, we've obviously talked a lot about these top three teams. I, I think that with the way things are right now, I don't think that both Alabama and Georgia are locks to make the field. Uh, and then I think that, you know, you're talking about Clemson and USC, and, and those are probably the, the top two contenders coming out right now. So I definitely think that they have a chance to make the field. Uh, they have to do a lot right, and I think they have to be a little more consistent. But you definitely start to see the vision that's there. Okay, I lied. One more, one more question. Are you surprised? <laughs> are you surprised by uh, California, the state of California, kind of pushing back on UCLA, uh, the governor in particular, uh, as far as their move to the Big Ten? Man, I, I, look, I, my wife's from California. I love California, but uh, the politicians out there do like to talk and they do like to hold committee meetings. So I'm not, I'm not especially surprised. I personally, I, I mean, I, I don't want to go too far, but I, I think it's a little pathetic, right? Like I think that it's a little unnecessary because the reality is, I mean, the amount of money that you're talking about in the Big Ten is just too much to deal with. But, you know, as a public institution, there's public recourse there. There's obviously regents involved. There's the state involved. So, you know, it makes sense that they're having this conversation. And, and the reality is, right, what UCLA is doing is bad for the rest of not just the UC system, but I think the entire state of California public school system where, you know, you're kind of leaving Cal and some of these other public schools in a tenuous position that they would not be in otherwise. But I, I don't think that's going to be a compelling enough reason to actually prevent this from happening. And, and I do think that ultimately, you know, I understand why the Pac-12 is trying to, to push this stuff and why the state of California is trying to push this stuff. But there's not a whole lot that I think that they're actually going to be able to do when push comes to shove. Jayhan, I appreciate it. What are you working on for CBSSports.com this morning? Yeah, so we're, we're keeping kind of a tracker together right now, uh, uh, sort of ranking the open jobs right now. I think that, you know, Wisconsin coming open was a little bit of a shock to everybody. And so, you know, kind of breaking down each of the jobs over at CBSSports.com. Uh, and, and yeah, actually, I'm about to go record a, an episode of the College Football Survivor Show where basically uh, it, where I'm going to try uh, to, to, to let out some anger and, and talk about some of the stuff that's really annoying me right now about the way college football is working right now. So maybe some of the stuff even that we, we talked about in this interview right now. Jayhan, as always, it is a pleasure, man. We appreciate your time. Thank you so much for having me. Have a great day. Shehan Jayaraja, CBSSports.com. 7.51, this is game time on ESPN Central Texas. The New York Yankees are in uh, Arlington. 
to wrap up the regular season. And uh, Judge was one for four last night. K- kudos to the Rangers for not walking him. They pitched to him. Uh, and he went one for four last night. And it was a check swing single, by the way. Uh, but uh, anyway, we'll uh, we'll talk about the Rangers and the Yankees and more about the Yankees than the Rangers. And we'll do it next on ESPN Central Texas. Recently on the John Moore Show. Stoke Field headed into the Baylor Athletics Hall of Fame. You get asked why it was the best team you played on. They, they, everybody thinks it was the 80 season because we won the Southwest Conference or the 79 because we won the Peach Bowl and beat a good Clemson team that would win the national championship a year or two later. But it really, you got to go back to the 78 team, which in my opinion was better talented than the 79 and 80. Tune in to the Voice of the Bears weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m. here on ESPN Central Texas. Locally owned and operated, Automatic Chef Canteen is Central Texas' premier break room vending service provider. For over 50 years, Central Texas companies have relied on Automatic Chef Canteen for all their break room supplies. They offer micro markets, office coffee and tea service, breakfast, lunch, and dinner products, touchless vending, cashless payments, and innovative technology. Let Automatic Chef Canteen design a break room that fits your needs. 6900 Imperial Drive in Waco and at AutomaticChefCanteen.com. Do you have pain or sports injuries that are keeping you on the sidelines? Start a conversation with a specialist at Ascension Medical Group, Providence Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Tell us about your activities and your history of pain or a recent injury so together we can create the best care plan for you. We are here with minimally invasive to advanced surgery options as well as physical therapy and we treat both kids and adults. Schedule with our specialist today at ascension.org slash Ortho. At Metro by T-Mobile, you can save more now that you need it the most. Get one line of unlimited 5G for just $40, period. Taxes and fees included. That's the lowest price in prepaid. Plus, choose from the largest selection of free 5G phones from brands you love, like Samsung. Switch now and save more, only at Metro. If congested, the fraction of users greater than 35 gigabytes per month may notice reduced speeds, and Metro customers may notice reduced speeds versus T-Mobile due to prioritization. Video streams and SD requires eligible port in. See store for details. Baylor football, Cowboy football, Waco football, Central Texas football, ESPN, Central Texas. Dust off your boots, Waco, and come to the 70th annual Heart of Texas Fair and Rodeo presented by HEB at the Extra Co Event Center. The fair fund begins October 6th through the 16th, and this year's One Hot Rodeo presented by AIP Energy will have more nights of rodeo than we've ever seen. From professional bull riding, calf roping, barrel racing, mutton busting buckaroos, and much more. Gear up for one of the rowdiest rodeos in town. Get your tickets at hotfair.com today. We'll see you there. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for car pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty. CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number, so why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank, and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC.
ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. The Texas Rangers tied a franchise record, turning six double plays, but lost to the Yankees 3-1. to Aaron Judge did not hit a home run, but has two games today to set a new American League single-season home run record. The afternoon game starts at 105 and can be heard on Cool 101.3 FM. The nightcap begins at 7.05, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Kyle Schwarber's leadoff homer was enough for the Phillies to shut out the Astros 3-0. With career home run number 703, Albert Pujols now has 2,216 career RBIs, the second most in Major League history behind Hank Aaron. San Francisco closed out week four of the NFL season with a 24-9 win over the Rams. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Game time. Weekday 7 to 9 is your first word in local sports. Game time this morning brought to you in part by Good Feet in the Central Texas Marketplace. Also by Big Boys Record Service. And also by Texas Truck Love of Waco. Brand new sponsor thanks to Texas Truck Love of Waco. Man, does your truck need some love? Well, if you if it does, check them out at Texas Truck Love Waco and learn more at texastrucklove.com. So they got all kinds of cool things there uh, when it comes to the interior of your truck. Uh, 7.56, as we mentioned, the uh, Yankees beat the Rangers last night, and I'm a little surprised by that. But... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh. Uh, you've only got two more days. You know what? We're going to start the countdown on Thursday. Countdown to the American League West Championship 2023. Oh, my. <laughs> Good luck. It begins on Thursday. Mm-hmm. Uh, does he do it today? They don't even have a manager yet. Yeah, I know. And this this little interim experiment hasn't exactly gone the way they wanted it either. So, Well, did you think it would? That had nothing to do with it. No, I agree. That was not a tryout. That was a... Uh, Kind of drive this. Tag your it. Yeah. Kind of drive this boat (laughs) for a little while. I'm going to get a beer. I'll see you in two months. Have you heard any names? Because I haven't. Not one. Nothing's come out. We may need to get Jeff Wilson on before uh, the end of the week and see where we are. But uh, we'll we'll, we'll try to do that. Does Aaron Judge hit number 62 today? He's got probably eight at-bats today. He's got got a doubleheader. First game's uh, over on... Cool 101.3. The second game will be right here on ESPN Central Texas. Eight ABs. The Rangers showed you last night they're going to pitch to him. They're not going to walk him. Thank you. Well, it's smart because they've sold the most tickets they have all season long. Yeah. Don't you want to be there for that? It's packed. It was packed last night. It'll be packed for both games today. To see a team that's won 66 games. They ain't there to see the Rangers. How about saying it the right way? To see a team that's lost 93 games. How about a team that's won 98 and got a guy chasing the American League home run record? There you go. There's more Yankee fans in there than anything else. And yeah. baseball fans. Yeah, but there's no question. I mean, I think it'd be cool to be in the ballpark. I'd love to be yeah. there. And I know we'll get into it probably next week or maybe later in this week, but you spent all that money and you've improved so far six games. Six games. You're, you get 66 wins, right? Well, I you mean, you had 60 last just year. Just improving your middle infield and not improving your pitching staff 
if you thought that was going to push you over the top, you're delusional. Well, they did improve their pitching staff. Did not. They did too, in that, and they didn't know they were going to. Yeah, but that's they that's, didn't attempt to improve their pitching staff. Go. But they did by accident. I mean, you had a guy that went out there every fifth day and won a game for you. Okay. But <laughs> they have improved six. The max, if they swept the Yankees the rest of the way. Which they're not. Which they're not. Nine games would be their improvement. Nine games. That's it. That's incredibly. And that's probably why you got a manager that's on the beach right now looking for a job. Nine games. That's, that's not going to get it, kids. I mean, this was – I think they really had high hopes for somewhere in the neighborhood of 500, seriously. I, but I it didn't happen. How. Well, and the roster agrees with you. I mean, I was drinking the Kool-Aid, thinking, okay, hey, look, you've got big leaguers at shortstop, second base, center field, uh, you know, leadership in the clubhouse, those kind of things to lead the young guys. And it didn't happen. With no bullpen and no pitching staff. Yeah, well, you're right. Ah, hate it when he's right. <laughs> <laughs> That's what wins baseball games. Well, I, I get it. I mean, you pitch. If they don't score, you don't lose. I mean, that's – that's. I get it. Quick question. One, once around the room, does he hit it today? Yes. I say yes. Yes, he does. It's going to be in the second game, first at bat. Hey, how about that? All right. I'll say first game, third at bat. Uh, I think he leads off with a home run today. How okay. about that would be good. Get it over. Nice. Don't you know they want to rest him a day or two before the playoffs, but they can't. He's chasing this record. Yeah, I don't I don't think you rest him at all. Let him let him hit four or five out today. I mean, there's a lot. I mean, and we maybe while we're in the break here, we'll we'll chase it down. Uh I think the Astros rested a lot of guys. Why not? Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, you're about to you're about to make that playoff they, run. They are resting several. Yeah. All right, let's. We are late. Here we go. John Morris is here with today's Baylor Sports Beat program. It's time now for the Baylor Sports Beat. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Everybody, it's time for a check of Baylor athletics on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, Baylor football with an open date this Saturday. Some extra time to get ready for their game Thursday week in Morgantown against West Virginia. And Baylor volleyball back home and back in action tomorrow night in the Farrell Center. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. During Ram Power Days at Allen Samuels, our great selection of new cars and trucks come with amazing deals and competitive financing that makes you ask, why shop anywhere else? The new 2022 Ram trucks are designed to be durable, functional, and stylish. These legendary, award-winning trucks give you that first-class feel, luxurious leather trim seating options, exceptional legroom and storage, plus surround-view camera options you'd expect from a premium truck. Come see our selection today or browse online at allensamuelsdcj.com. Light the tower green. The Baylor Bears are Big 12 Conference champions. Want to be part of the action live when your Baylor Bears football team takes on the Oklahoma Sooners this fall? Visit BaylorBears.com slash Texas Farm Bureau and register for the chance to win a trip to see Baylor take on Oklahoma in Norman on November 5th. One lucky winner and a guest will receive round-trip airfare, hotel accommodations, and tickets to the game. Register today at BaylorBears.com slash Texas Farm Bureau. This exclusive experience is brought to you by Texas Farm Bureau Insurance, proud sponsor of Baylor Athletics. Are you a proud Baylor fan? Do you love prizes? The Baylor Bold Rewards app allows fans to track their attendance across athletic events and earn rewards. 
Baylor Athletics wants to reward the most loyal fans, so register online today at BaylorBoldRewards.com or download the Baylor Bold Rewards app straight to your phone. Prizes this year are better than ever, so start earning your rewards points today and sign up for Baylor Bold Rewards. You're listening to the Baylor Sports Beat on ESPN Central Texas. Here again is the voice, John Morris. And welcome back. Baylor football with the open date coming up this Saturday. They're gearing up for their next game on the road Thursday, October 13th in Morgantown against West Virginia. Coming off the Bears' loss to Oklahoma State Saturday at McLean Stadium, senior linebacker Dylan Doyle had very good perspective on moving forward following the loss. I think in terms of bye week, it's physical and mental. It's kind of a refresher a little bit for guys. Um, and so we're, we're able to get back to those basics uh, that we talk about, you know, being, being brilliant at the basics, doing simple better. And, and I think physically, guys will get a lot of much-needed rest. But in terms of turning the page and, uh, and kind of boxing this up and putting this in the past, I'm, I'm kind of thankful that we're going into a bye week because now we can kind of have a little bit of humility moving forward and just say, hey, what are we? And, uh, and kind of move forward with, with honesty and tell the truth to each other. And um, I, think, I think a lot of great organizations, uh, great teams are candid with each other. Um, and that's what we're going to try to be in the week moving forward. And so um, giving candid feedback is huge and telling the truth. And so we can move forward and fix those issues. Dylan Doyle and the Bears back in action Thursday, October 13th in Morgantown against West Virginia. Baylor Volleyball back in action tomorrow night in the Farrell Center. 8 o'clock match time for Baylor versus Oklahoma. The match televised on ESPNU. And soccer is home twice this week. Thursday at home, hosting Kansas, 7 p.m. at Betty Lou Mays Field. Then Sunday at noon versus Kansas State. Both matches on Big 12 Now on ESPN+. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris. Buffalo Wild Wings in Waco is the place to watch live sporting events. Check out your favorite team on over 50 TVs, and you can enjoy fan-favorite items like their boneless bar pizzas and bird dogs. They also have great appetizers, wraps, salads, traditional and boneless wings, burgers, and more. Buffalo Wild Wings in Waco, located off West Loop 340 in the Central Texas Marketplace next to Ashley's Furniture. Open until 1 a.m. and 2 a.m. Fridays and Saturdays. Buffalo Wild Wings in Waco. When you do whatever it takes to get the job done, they say you're on it. At ASCO Equipment, they work hard to get the job done and get it done right. They partnered with Doosan Forklifts because they get the job done too. Doosan builds cushion, electric, and pneumatic forklifts you buy and rent at ASCO Equipment. And they service and support it. Quality forklifts that get the job done. ASCO Equipment, they're on it, whatever it is. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. It's hour two of the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Hope you're having a good day. Tom Barfield, Ward White, Ryan Fox. And you on this Tuesday morning. We're glad to have you along. 
Uh, let's uh, let's talk a little college football. John was talking about uh, had uh, Dylan Doyle on the uh, Baylor Sports Beat program just a moment ago. Let's continue that theme. Uh, the uh, Bears get ready for West Virginia, and it looks like they're shifting their schedule, just basically moving their schedule up the week of the game. So they're they're. Monday, I think, is going to be Saturday. Their Tuesday will be Sunday, so on and so forth, with their Saturday ending up being Thursday uh, in Morgantown. So, uh, And again, Ward, look, West Virginia, you want to talk about in desperate need of a win? That's the Mountaineers. I mean, the, yeah, there's no doubt. I don't think there's any doubt that Neil Brown's probably got some problems going on in, uh, in Morgantown. We talked this summer how important of a year this would be for Neil Brown and West Virginia, and again, it's a guy that I've I've said a million times. I, I like the way he approaches things, but at the end of the day, you got to get results. And right now, they're zero and two in the conference, and, and they're reeling a little bit. They're reeling a little bit now. I know that Dave Aranda's incredibly disappointed with where they are right now at three and two. He's made that perfectly clear, uh, not only behind closed doors, but you know, he's the way things have gone with their approach. He's he's unhappy with where where this football team is and rightfully so they're no longer in the top 25 whether you believe that or don't believe that I mean that's that's the system we use so you got to kind of believe it uh but at three and two one and one in the league there's still a lot to be played for in fact a conference championship is still on the line uh if you're Baylor because you've got that opportunity that's out in front of you now you're going to need a little help there's no question you got to have a little help uh, but you know, it's still so much football to be played that they've got they've got opportunities. But when West Virginia, from the West Virginia point of view, where they, they can't go to zero and three, they just can't. No, their backs against the wall. Absolutely. Sometimes that's very dangerous to have somebody backed into a corner. And and that's what you got with that's what Baylor has Thursday a week. Uh, what is it? So that's nine days from now. They got they got uh, they got a team that is going to be you now. Is it a team that's already in the ditch and there ain't no pulling it out, or is it a team that's going to fight like crazy? You'll never know until Thursday night. They can talk about it all they want to, but until Thursday night and you see a couple of series, then you <laughs> you may know where they're at. What if you're Baylor? Do you go? Do you go put a quick six on those dudes? And then it's, oh, here we go again. I mean, I don't know. What is the – the one thing we won't know is the mindset of the Mountaineer football team. Well, it it will be a ruckus crowd oh, being no. on a Thursday night. No doubt. So, I mean, they'll be they'll be primed and ready to go. Um, <laughs> yes, they will. So, you know, you're going to have to try to figure out a way to take the crowd out of it because the longer you let West Virginia hang around, the danger, the more dangerous they're going to be on Thursday night. Go score. <laughs> Long, sustained I mean, I, drive I, and go score. <laughs> I, I think that's the idea every week. But, yeah. I mean, yeah, you're right. On on Thursday night, I, you, you've got to find a way to be successful early in the ballgame. One of the things that Dave Aranda did talk about on the postgame show with Ricky Thompson uh, Saturday is the fact that they've, uh, you know, They've, they've got to do a better job in their self-evaluation, and there's things that they've got to work on during this open week. And Ricky asked him, what do you do during the open week? I think we have to look at the, the practice habits we got and how that affects our um – our start of the game and then I think we have to be able to really look at just the identity of both uh, defense and offense and special teams and um, 
and see if uh, that's matching up with what we think it is. And uh, the self-scout part of uh, this next week will be very important to get us all on the same page so we can talk about what's real. Audio, by the way, courtesy of the uh, Baylor Sports Network and Learfield and uh, and heard right here on ESPN Central Texas on Saturday. Uh, One of the other pieces to this thing is, you know, he talked about the energy in which the team played with in the first half compared to the energy the team played with in the second half. In the second half, he he was really pleased with how they got after. Now, he's in in no part of the football game were they happy with special teams play, but that aside, the energy in which they played with in the first half was not was not conducive to, to championship football, but it was in the second half. One, how do you get back to where you're playing four quarters of that award? And the second thing is, and, and I don't know this, and, and only they do probably, how much of it is, well, we're, we're the champions and we're supposed to win instead of going out and, and, and taking care of your business during the week, preparing to win? I Well, that's a tough one to answer. I don't know. We're not there. We don't know. Yeah, but don't, is that a possibility? Know. I guess it is. I, I cannot fathom that it being that. I, I think that, you know, sometimes sometimes you take, take some stuff for granted. There's no doubt. It's human nature. Get a little and, lazy. Yeah, subconsciously. Uh, you don't realize that you are. And so – you know, you got to figure out a way to, to stay out of that lane. And, you know, uh, only you can keep yourself out of that lane. And that's, you know, that's sometimes a hard thing to do. That's why I think it's so hard to repeat. And I don't care what it is. Mm-hmm. If it's a conference championship, a state championship, a national it, And when you see a team and a program repeat, when you see an Alabama, when you see a New England, it's pretty darn impressive. Because they've got to give the same effort, the same work habits, the same off-season work. They got to do everything that much, and maybe even more because now they got the target on their back. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, look the, what UMHB does year in and year out. Yeah, amazing. It's, I mean, it's 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 not an easy task to to walk around with that target on your back and be able to be consistent like that. You know, you you take you know UMHB and being able to be in the playoffs mm-hmm. year in and year out and mm-hmm. be a, a a legitimate contender for a national championship year right. in and year out. I mean, that's that's a hard thing to maintain. And on any level, that's a hard thing to maintain because of, you know, you you can't take a day off because when you do, that's when you get taken advantage of. Mm-hmm. Everybody wants to beat that team. Mm-hmm. And I know that from year to year, they're both totally different football teams. Well, they're not totally different, but they're different football teams. Mm -hmm. But they still also remember. You don't think the Cowboys don't remember AT&T Stadium when they came in here Saturday? Sure they did. Now, they had to play at a high level, and they did. Cowboys played well. That's a good football team. Let's don't forget that aspect of it. They they played a really good football team, maybe the best team in the league. Uh, At AT AT&T? You mean McLean? No, I'm talking about when when Baylor played Oklahoma State at AT and T Stadium, oh, okay. and Baylor won the game with the tr- the dramatic play at the well, end. Yeah, yeah, don't think that the Cowboys didn't remember that when they came here. Sure, they did. Now that what that that's part of the motivation thing, but also just an opportunity to play 
at a championship level. And again, as we pointed out, the Cowboys are a good football team. Spencer Sanders was a dual threat. He ran it. He threw it. Their defensive front was outstanding. They had good special teams play, and special teams may have been the difference in the game. They were a good football team and may be the best team in the conference right now. Could that change? Sure it could. But right now, I wouldn't bet against them. TCU and Kansas have something to say about yeah, it. I know they do, but I wouldn't bet against Oklahoma State. You want to get right. I think t- I think this Kansas thing is is good. I think they're a good football team. You're I not think buying t- in, are you? I- I'm not all the way in, though. <laughs> I'm not either. I'm all the way in on Oklahoma State. That's a good football team. I, I guess because I've seen Oklahoma State. Mm-hmm. I watched them for four quarters out there. Mm-hmm. That's a good football team. Make no mistake about it. Is Kansas a good football Yeah, they're a good football team. TCU a good football team? I think so. But, you know – Let's let this thing play out. Now, is this cool for Kansas? Sure it is. Is this cool for the conference having ESPN game day there? Absolutely. Great stuff. Hope it, hope they have fun. But is it is are, are those the two best teams in the conference? I don't think so. Do you? If you're I, asking yourself honestly, do you think Kansas and TCU are the two best teams in the league? I think they're playing as well as the two best teams in the league. Okay. That's an opinion, and everybody has an opinion. Uh, again, I like I like Oklahoma State right now, today, October, whatever it is, the fourth. And again, that's the beauty of sports. We're going to play through in the in the November and past Thanksgiving, and and it may change three or four times. You know, I mean, that's the beauty of of, of competition. You got to go prove it every Saturday until it gets to the playoffs, and then that's another story. All right, it is uh, eight sixteen. That's when they get in a room in, in a hotel in Grapevine or whatever it is, and they they start voting. <laughs> I had to ruin it, didn't I? I had I mean, to ruin they, it. We were talking about competition and winning championships. Well, nobody it, in this conference is going to get there. No. Not right now. No. Unless something crazy happens in another league. It, and something crazy would have to happen in another league. It would have to be astronomically crazy. Mm-hmm. You'd have to have a couple of big-time programs. That's what you'd have to have. That's why I asked Shehan about USC. Again, I know it's Lincoln Riley, but they're way out there on the left coast, kind of out of sight, out of mind. No, they have the brand. If if USC's on the brink, they have the brand. But who are you going to leave out? Anybody to get USC in. I mean, they, they have that you good brand. You think that brand is still that hot? Yeah, I do. See, I think those I think those uh, SEC brands are, are that hot. Mm-mm. I think you'll get two SECs. Not if you have a chance to get USC in there. We're gonna find out. We're gonna find out how they how they vote. And I don't know how long. I mean, can they can USC sustain what they're doing right now? I don't know. Don't know how good they are. Yeah, not they a very really good. don't. They haven't really who they played. Yeah. But they want them. All right, uh, 18 after 8. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. We are presented by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business. And we're brought to you in part by Morrison's Gifts. You know, we were, we were just talking about Thanksgiving a second ago. Now let's talk about Christmas. Christmas, when are you putting the tree up, Ward? Say again? A couple of weeks. A couple of weeks. The tree will be up. I don't want to be too late. I want to make sure Santa knows exactly where to go. 
Golly. But at Morrison's Gifts, you can you can be part of the layaway program. I mean, you can you can get some terrific gifts, pay them out with their their layaway program, and then when Christmas does roll around, you 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 know you're going out to see the lights and drink hot chocolate because you don't have to go fight the crowds and, and shop. You've already done it. You and, and paid for it through the layaway program, and uh, we're talking about spreading those payments out uh, at the holiday season and. We're talking John Hart leather goods, Consuela leather goods, bags, totes, purses. Oh, don't forget the uh, the plush animals from Jelly Cat. They've got them. And over 70 other lines of gourmet products, all at Morrison's Gifts. You know what? Even if you uh, you want to send a, uh, a uh, Waco memorabilia gift, you could certainly do that at Morrison's Gifts as well. It's a free gift wrapping. They do that for you, and uh, it'll be ready for you. You know, you run down and grab a salad next to J- at Jason's Deli and then come back, and, and you're in business. I mean, it's that simple, and it's a great layaway program that they got going on. Check it out today. It's Morrison's Gifts at the corner of Waco Drive and Valley Mills Drive next to Jason's Deli. The Baylor Coaches Show. This Wednesday from 7 to 8 p.m. here on ESPN Central Texas. Join us on Wednesday here on ESPN Central Texas and hear from new head baseball coach Mitch Thompson and equestrian head coach Casey Maxwell. Tune in to the Baylor Coaches Show Wednesdays at 7 this fall here on the flagship station for Baylor Athletics, ESPN Central Texas. Does your truck need some love? At Texas Truck Love, they love your truck as much as you do. They're Waco's only authorized installer of catskin leather and the best in the industry, Aaliyah Leather, as well as the best source of hard-to-find original manufactured parts. Unlike the other shops in town where interiors take the backseat to accessories and tent, Texas Truck Love specializes in interiors. They offer a wide variety of services, including OEM, seat repair, new leather upholstery, and aftermarket accessories, all at competitive prices. Texas Truck Love is just a Texas two-step away, located at 4793 South University. Parks Drive. Check them out at texastrucklove.com or give them a call 254-313-2946. That's 254-313-2946. And ask about their financing options. Remember, Texas Truck Love loves your truck as much as you do. Established in 2007 and independently owned, Alliance Bank Central Texas is committed to helping families and businesses meet their financial goals. From their tellers to their board of directors, they know the importance of superior service and competitive products. Customers have confidence knowing that their financial needs are in good hands. It's your bank, Alliance Bank Central Texas, with two Waco locations, 4721 Bosque Boulevard and 191 Archway Drive on Highway 84 and at AllianceBankTexas.com. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. Are you opening a new business? Think about remodeling or painting your home? Grant Goss Contracting is a fully insured painting company that offers quality workmanship at affordable prices for commercial and residential projects. They are locally owned and operated, business servicing the Central Texas area since 1984. Contact Chris Goss at chris at ggcwaco.com and check them out on Facebook. Grant Goss Contracting is proud to support Waco ISD and the Waco High Lions. The source for Baylor athletic news and information, ESPN Central Texas. 
Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, the team physicians of Baylor Athletics. Our doctors specialize in the diagnosis and treatment of any and all sports-related injuries. Celebrating over a decade of service to Central Texas, our doctors are equipped to handle a wide range of issues. Whether it's your foot or ankle, your hand or wrist, knee and shoulder pain, or you're in need of our arthritis and total joint clinic, trust the doctors that Baylor trusts. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, our goal is to get you back in the game. Myatt Fuels should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road, farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for the great pricing and quickest delivery, call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107. That's Myatt Fuels. Call Nick at 675-8107 or look for Myatt Fuels on Facebook. A story of first downs and second chances. Meet former pro football player Michael Robinson. I wanted to keep playing, but my feet hurt. And all those big league experts couldn't help? You have access to anything, but none of it worked. Finally, he got fitted with Good Feet Arch Supports. Let me tell you something. They work. Now, he recommends Good Feet to... Anybody. If you move, go to the Good Feet store. Sign up for your free fitting at goodfeet.com. The children's music and dance teacher who couldn't cha-cha. I was always on my feet. It was just so painful. Elisa couldn't let her students down. So she stepped up and went to the Good Feet store for personally fitted arch supports. I would work an entire day and my feet didn't hurt at the end of the day. That was when I knew, wow, these are different. But the really good part? It's good to be dancing together again. Stop by or schedule your free fitting at goodfeet.com. Stop by Goodfeet Waco, located at the Central Texas Marketplace across from Lazy Boy. It's time for Stephanie from Sales to Talk Sports. Brought to you by Advanced Leveling Foundation, Myatt Fuels, Mission Golf Cars, and ASCO Equipment in Belton. It's beginning to look no, a no, lot no, no, like no, 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 no. I am so tired. Y'all are talking Christmas, Absolutely. and it's just the beginning See, when of October. When Ryan gets seasoned, you go. when he gets seasoned, he'll know how to do comebacks. Yeah. He just—he's. You don't turn her mic on. Yeah, you do. Well, no, he—he, he, you know, he should have been playing Christmas music. Yeah. No. Oh. Been, no, 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 with her mic off. Yeah, no, I do. No, he's. You're putting up your tree. You're still here showing singing his Christmas. <laughs> we were talking about Christmas movies, and what did you say the best Christmas movie was? Die Hard. <laughs> Die Hard. <laughs> Die Hard. Full of violence. Here, kids, let's watch Die Hard together. <laughs> Die Hard's a Christmas uh, movie. I just, I just, ugh. And Home Alone being good one. Home oh. Alone, that is so dumb. It's for me. It's Chevy Chase Christmas Vacation. Come okay, on. Okay, I'll give that's you two. Oh, that's that funny. A, when he pulls my that car under the eighteen wheeler. Christmas Story. Christmas Story is a good one. CNC Clinton Center text line. What's your favorite Christmas movie? Miracle on Thirty Fourth. That's a good one. Yeah. But I'm telling you, there's nothing better than watching Rudolph yes, and I like Frosty. Rudolph. Frosty the Snowman. There's nothing better. Than watch it. I'm, Maybe we I hadn't seen those since Blaze was a kid. So. Oh, you well, let's kidding all get me? together and watch them. Hang I'll on make a second. Popcorn. Let's all not. Are you kidding me? Lord. You haven't seen that in 20-something years? No. Oh, we watch it about 17 times during the... Oh, my Lord. Oh, my Lord. Ugh. Gosh. What, where is this redneck coming from? Oh, my Lord. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> what in the world? Well, I live in the country now, so, you know, I'm oh, trying to be a country oh, girl. Here we go. Oh, I saw a turkey last night. 
You are a turkey. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, in the mirror, right? Uh, never mind. Okay, so what do you got going well, on today? speaking of turkey, mm-hmm. do you know what the second biggest day for eating is? Christmas. Super Bowl. Oh, okay. Oh, that makes, makes sense. sense. Super Bowl. More avocados are sold during the Super Bowl game. Avocados? Avocados. Well, that's why you see the avocado commercial being so prevalent. I can't even remember Bowl. the jingle right now, but there's 8 million pounds consumed on Super Bowl. For dip? I guess. Yeah, don't you eat guacamole? Guac. Well, you don't even eat cheese, so why would you eat guacamole? Oh, yeah. I, and I don't. I know. I no. love guacamole. I do too. But I thought that was interesting when I was mm. reading in the internet. That's, and, a, that's a cow <laughs> mooing. Oh. Here's some other interesting facts about the Super Bowl. Oh, yes, please. Do you know how much a commercial is going up to this year? A 30 second commercial to play during the Super Bowl 2.7 mil. Wrong. Uh-huh. I don't know. 6.5. Five million dollars for thirty God. seconds. For thirty seconds, that's so like, insane. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do the math. How much is I that need to per go second? Sell Super Bowl commercials. Okay, yeah. okay. Our mathematician over here is gonna see how much that is per second. And then I thought this was interesting. Okay, we know that the players get paid, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> they, we do. That the winners and the losers. I didn't know the losers got paid. Yes. Welcome to the party. Well, I knew the winners. I get you know. $217,000 per second. Per second. Man, if I could sell a commercial like that, we'd be going to Disneyland. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so I didn't know that the losers get $75,000 if they lose. I'll mm-hmm. take seventy five and lose on purpose. What? No. <laughs> Just say I, I don't know mind how to respond be- I don't mind being a loser <laughs> for $75,000. Come on. Don't ever say that. I mean, I know I'm a winner, but... If I had, if I did lose, I'll take the seventy-five thousand dollars. Just saying. Well, they don't turn it down. They don't. They don't. <laughs> definitely not. They don't even think about winning or losing paychecks. That has nothing to do with the equation for the players. I get that, but if I was on the team, well, of course, if you were on the team, <laughs> but you're not. I bet if I was, and then I thought this was interesting. See, I'm giving you Super Bowl knowledge today. That entertainers you're really, I, you're gonna. <laughs> When's that going to start? You're stretching. <laughs> you didn't know about 8 million pounds of guacamole and avocados being eaten. You didn't know that, did you? And eight? that is the second biggest day for people to eat? No, it's not. Yes, it is. Where did you find this? On the internet. There of you course. Go. <laughs> <laughs> you know, let me tell you, I thought about you yes, oh, last night. You did? Yeah, absolutely. So the, <laughs> my thermostat upstairs was acting up. And I'm like, what in the world am I going to do? Because I'm not a AC dude. And I said, well, let's Google it. So, <laughs> there you go. So I went Google to the internet. Google has the answers. And it, it showed me what, what, what the problem was. So I fixed that problem. Then I, I put it back on. And it had another problem. So I Googled that. <laughs> and I fixed that problem. So I had to, a couple of problems with my thermostat last night. And I got the answers. On the internet. YouTube, actually, a, a video showing me what to do. See, everything that I come up with is right. So right there on that internet. No, wait a minute. <laughs> if Stop it's a, right pause, there. Pause. If, if it's on the internet, it I, has to be true. I got. No. Yes. Yes. No. I, actually, these facts that I'm giving you today, I actually did those, get off Those Fox. are not facts. Those are information pieces that you assume, assume <laughs> are, facts. are facts. Whatever. I got on the internet. And then here's my last here's uh, my last bit of knowledge. Yeah. That 
entertainers do not get paid to perform. I didn't know that, honestly. I thought they did. And I got this off of Fox News. Like, you Well, know, that doesn't make it true. <laughs> I did. They do not get paid. The NFL will pay for the production of it, but the entertainers do not get paid. All they're getting is the recognition and the fame, I guess. And the opportunity to sell 80 gazillion million tickets. Albums. Well, they don't too. care about tickets. Well, I'm yeah. Oh, you're talking I'm about talking concert about, tickets. Yeah. Yeah. But so, um, yeah, there you go. There's some more knowledge for you. All right, Steph. Thanks. Here's, that was great. Here's my thing. Uh-huh. If you're going to eat 8 million pounds of I don't think avocado, anybody eats 8 million pounds. I mean, I'm ta- not one person. <laughs> oh, okay. All the peoples. All the peoples? <laughs> <laughs> Where do you find that many avocados? In I'd say on an avocado tree. I know, but you're going to tell me that there's 8 million avocados. and There's that jingle you're talking about, the avocados from Mexico. Avocados from Mexico. There you go. There you go. That's the one. Thank you just answered Okay, so question. Jennifer Lopez Jennifer and Lopez. Shakira for the halftime show. It cost around $13 million for that halftime show. Wow. And each one of the performers got paid $1,030 a day. Performers. But they had backup dancers, so maybe that's what they're talking no, about. No, they're talking about the stars. Each one of those two got $1,030 a day. Again, the internet lied to me. <laughs> Fox News, there you go. <laughs> Have okay. a good, you sell anything yesterday? I did. Yeah. Avocados. Yeah. I'm going to go find me an avocado. You, If you'll go 100 miles or more, you'll find an avocado. <laughs> You're funny, Tom. Yes, go fix I your am. AC. Dun, 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 dun. All right. Have a good day. You too. Bye. That's uh, Steph from Sales. <laughs> 832. I'm trying to put it. I'm trying to drive out of the ditch here, but uh, let's. I, I know we're up against the clock. We'll, we'll get to Chris in a minute. He can wait. He stood us up yesterday, and that's the first question we're going to talk about. Uh, A32. Yes, uh, so this morning before we went on the air, we got to talking about rivalries a little bit. And Lord, I asked you, the question was Temple and Midway, a rivalry. Because once upon a time, Temple and Waco was a outstanding rivalry. So Friday night at Panther Stadium, it is Temple and Midway. Is that a rivalry game? I, I think to be a rivalry game, you have to have a... Some history for one. Well, and, and more of an even playing field. And even though Midway is probably called a nemesis to Temple more than a rivalry, Temple is 0-6 against Midway. Wow. So uh, this is a series that began in 2012. Uh, they were district opponents in 12, 13, 18, and 19. Uh, they shared the championship in 2019. Uh, with the seven and one record, but so you know, Temple's still looking for its first victory over Midway. I see. I did not know that. That is a interesting nugget mm-hmm. right there. I did not know that. So, if they stay together in the same district for a long period of time, could this could this be that Central Texas six A rivalry? I mean, we don't really have one, do we? Mm-hmm. I'm talking about true. You know, I uh, think we did have one at one time, and it and unfortunately because of the split in the district and moving down to five A, Temple and Belton was oh, a yes. true rival. No, no doubt. I mean, Cameron Rockdale, and Temple still, Belton, it yeah, still is. But yeah. they don't get the opportunity to play each other now. They with could the realignment. They could. Well, they'll have to non-district. Do it in, they'll have to do it non-district. Why not? 
four miles down the road. Well, and and that's great rivalry a, game. And again, you got to be careful. Are you just going to throw out a rivalry game, or is that rivalry game going to get you ready for your district play? And I, I there, there's a fine line that you have to walk for that. Um, so you, you kind of got to look at it a little bit. I think both programs will get their motor running for that game. Oh, there's no doubt. Yeah. There's no doubt. I mean, that it, it's a true rival game. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, the Battle of Leon River. Uh, River. So I, I think it's disappointing to some fans that those two schools don't play each other. Um, and, and we have those all over the state. I mean, there's, mm-hmm. there's great. We just had just one just last week, the Battle of 377 with Brownwood and and Stephenville, that's an eighty. That was the eighty-second meeting between those two teams. They just renewed the rivalry between Mahay and Grosbeck. Mm-hmm. You want to talk about a rivalry? Ooh, that is a that is a that's a ball game right there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I mean, yeah, I, I, I'm just will Temple Midway get to to that point? Could it get to that? I think it could. It well, it depends on how good both teams are and mm-hmm. how it goes back and forth. I mean, as one team dominates the other continuously, you know, that domination is going to prevent it from becoming a true rivalry, in my opinion. I, I think you have to, you know, it has to be some success on both sides of it before it can be a true rivalry. It, that, and that's just my opinion. I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe just beating the socks off somebody every year makes them their rival. I, I don't think that... That is the case, though. All right, there you go. Uh, 8.36 coming up next. We'll we'll talk about robberies, high school football, and we'll, uh, we'll dive into that here in just a couple of minutes with Chris Williams from over at Channel 10 KWTX-TV, if he'll answer the phone. We'll, we'll do that next here on ESPN. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Wednesday at my local grocery store is $5 sushi day. Aaron, are you a sushi guy? Negative. There's an awesome invention called fire, and it does a really great job of cooking things and making them taste Uh, great and killing bacteria and parasites and things that raw food may contain. Oh, it's kind of fun to say those things when a guy's just told you he could (laughs) soup some sushi. The Matt Mosley Show, weekdays 4 to 6 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. You know that guy that walks around with pants that are just a little too short, and he's wearing brand new loafers but no socks? Then he crosses his legs right across from you, and you have to look at his bare ankles. Ugh. Well, that's what it's like to drive your truck around without any step bars. Hi, Jay from Pickup Outfitters here to talk about one of the most common forms of truck nudity, driving around without any step bars, a rampant problem in Central Texas. Now, step bars do have their functional benefits. They save wear and tear on your back and your knees. They make it easy for your wife and your children to get in and out of your truck. But mostly, having step bars on your truck is just the decent thing to do. No one wants to look at your bare rocker panels. So help us end truck nudity and put some step bars on that truck. We have some great specials on either the black or the stainless steel chrome look. Check it out at createacommotion.com steps. Don't be part of the problem. Be part of the solution and help us end truck nudity at Pickup Outfitters. When shopping for a home mortgage, Benchmark Mortgage, Waco, Central Texas is ready to bring you home. Offering conventional VA, FHA, and USDA loan products for purchase and refinance transactions. Our team is committed to providing a first-class experience and united by the Benchmark core values. Success, relationship, dynamic, excellence, and positive attitude. We provide certainty in uncertain times. Benchmark Mortgage, Waco, Central Texas. Locally owned and operated by Adam Goldenberg and MLS number 746474 with 20 years experience visit adamgoldenberg.benchmark.us 
your leader in high school sports, ESPN, Central Texas. The only dentist in the Bosqueville Independent School District is Saddle Creek Dental. Since 2007, Drs. Dodd Moore and Jacob Moore have helped patients of all ages while providing them with personalized, gentle care they deserve. They offer laser dentistry, cosmetic fillings, single-day crowns, Invisalign clear aligners, and dental implants. Emergency care and conscious sedation is available. Schedule an appointment today. Saddle Creek Dental, 10104 Saddle Creek Drive and at SaddleCreekDental.com. Good luck, Bosqueville Bulldogs. This is Greg Hill, General Manager of Mission Golf Cars, the nation's number one easy-go golf car dealer. We are proud to announce the opening of our newest store in Waco, Texas, offering the full line of easy-go and Cushman vehicles for the golf course, the neighborhood, the beach, the farm, and industry. Mission Golf Cars has the knowledge and experience to handle all of your golf car needs from sales and service to leasing and rentals. But our true expertise is in our commitment to our customers' experience. Mission Golf Cars, now open at Bagby and Highway 6. Stop in today for a test drive or check us out at missiongolfcars.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update. The Texas Rangers tied a franchise record, turning six double plays, but lost to the Yankees 3-1. Aaron Judge did not hit a home run, but has two games today to set a new American League single-season home run record. The afternoon game starts at 105 and can be heard on Cool 101.3 FM. The nightcap begins at 7.05, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Kyle Schwarber's leadoff homer was enough for the Phillies to shut out the Astros 3-0. Houston has two more games against the Phillies before starting the postseason with the best record in the American League. Tony La Russa has announced his retirement due to health concerns. He won 2,900 games managing three different major league teams and won three World Series. San Francisco closed out week four of the NFL season with a 24-9 win over the Rams. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Your first word in sports. Game time, weekdays 7 to 9 on ESPN Central Texas. All right, welcome back. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. 840, Tom Ward, Ryan, we're glad you're with us. And we welcome into the program from KWTX-TV, Chris Williams. Chris, good morning. How are you, buddy? Morning, Tom. I'm doing well. How are you? I'm good. Uh, Welcome to our Tuesday morning edition of the program. Uh, You want to explain yourself? I don't I don't have a good explanation. I've had 24 hours to come up with one and I haven't come up with a good explanation. I, I don't know. I just I missed it. How how I mean the quality of this radio program to allow you to come back to Tuesday's show after standing this up on Monday. What'd you do? Did I you... mean maybe maybe that shows it's low quality if you guys are letting me just stand you up <laughs> to come back. You got to know your worth. Uh, oh, that's fun. Worth. That's fun. All right, let's talk some sports here. Uh, let's begin with the the Big Twelve. What what a when when you just look at the 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 Big Twelve in its totality, this is a it's a crazy league early. Yeah, I mean, I think it's hard to decide what teams are going to beat what teams each way. They could all end up sitting around five hundred in the Big Twelve by the end of the year. When when you look at what's going on in the conference, is besides Kansas, what's the big surprise? I'm anxious to see if TCU is for real. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think this team is a 12 and 0 playoff team, but I I'm anxious to see if they can make a run and be playing in the Big 12 title in December. I really don't know yet. So that's the big surprise to me. I mean, I don't think it's that big of a shocker that they're able to be 4 and 0, but I do think that it's this is where you start to find out if they're a real team or if they've just had a good start to the season. Who's the biggest disappointment in the Big 12 so far? 
I, I mean, I think it has to be Oklahoma, right? I I think even though people knew they were going to take somewhat of a step back, I don't think any of us expected them to go into the Red River, I guess not the Red River shootout anymore, the Red River showdown or Red River Robert, whatever they call it these days, um, <laughs> on a two-game losing streak, and especially one where they just gave up 55 points to TCU. So I think it's uh, Oklahoma, and I don't think it's really close. When you when you look at the Baylor situation, uh, clearly Dave Aranda – uh, not happy with the way his team prepared, not happy with the way his team played in the first half, and, and certainly not happy with, with special teams. Uh, do you think the bye came at a good time for for the Bears to kind of circle the wagon? Yeah, I mean, I, I think it almost feels like Aranda thinks this team has had some uh, almost artificial excitement and artificial confidence coming into these games, and getting a little bit too hyped up about the storyline around the game and knowing that they're a good Baylor team instead of feeling like they have something to prove. So, yeah, I definitely think this is a good time to right the ship. And I think that West Virginia game is coming at a good time for them too because it's a chance to go on the road into a tough environment, but it's a very winnable game, and it's a game that can help get them right back on track. Can Kansas sustain what they've got going right now? Oh, I don't think so. I You look at the rest of the Kansas schedule, and it's – I think they're really starting to the beginning of the end. It would be impressive if they can beat TCU this weekend, but I think they'll have a hard time beating Oklahoma, then coming to Baylor, then they play Oklahoma State, and then uh, you know just the back end of their schedule is so loaded. I I have a hard time seeing them uh, keeping this up, but it, it sure has been fun, hasn't it? Yeah, and I, I think, and we talked about this a little bit. Uh, I don't know if, we, if it was on the air or it, <laughs> just in the room amongst us girls, but uh, Lance Leipold has uh, done himself some serious favors by bringing this program to such notoriety in such a short period of time. Yeah, definitely. You know, I'm a big Lance Leipold guy. I, I always appreciate the guys who have the D3 football background, you know, kind of show that football's football no matter what level and I do. I think it's an impressive rebuild. It'll be interesting to see if he does stay, because I'm not sure if this is a sustained situation for him season to season either. So it'll be interesting if he uses this as a chance to go get a bigger contract and get somewhere that he can uh, maybe maybe win more games more consistently. Can, can you see him back in Wisconsin? Yeah, I mean, I, I would take that job over Nebraska if I were him. I think that the stables are a lot more loaded up there than Nebraska. Everyone seems to be pointing, you know, Leipold to the Huskers. But I think much better chance if Wisconsin wants him that he would go there. But I think the Badgers probably have enough notoriety that could get somebody who's even more proven than Leipold if they if they want him and if things kind of line up properly for him. Is Jimbo Fisher reeling right now at A&M? And, and is that seat – I know the buyout's high and everything else, but is that seat – starting to heat up just a little bit? Definitely. I mean, you guys, I'm sure you guys are surrounded by as many A&M fans and alum as I am just at work and just throughout the area. And they're, you know, I don't, I think they're losing trust in him. The fan base is at least. And, you know, it's hard to read him because he's always been one that in his press conferences and stuff, he's got a little bit of that. I don't want to say fake energy, but it's always, you know, he's always going to say the, the right thing and be positive and give you the excitable sound bite. But, yeah, I think that seat definitely is warming up. If they continue down the path they are this season and the year around 500 or worse, then, yeah, I think he's definitely one to look out for to to be getting replaced this offseason. Uh, always fun to cover high school football. You guys do a great job with it on Friday night. Uh, uh, 
what's what's been the the most pleasant surprise for you so far this year when you get out and see these kids on Friday night? Oh, that's a good question. I um, you know, I, I've enjoyed seeing this Cameron Yo team. They're a little bit up and down, but they uh, they have some excitement in that district. I couldn't believe that they beat Lorena. 48-44 and just an absolute shootout. And I think that whole district is going to be fun. Um, I don't know. I don't know if I'm surprised by much. I, I think people thought Mart was going to fall off a little bit this year. I mean, fall off by Mart standards. And so it's been fun to see them go out and win 78-0 to zero and say, we may be young, but we're still Mart, and we're still probably going to go to the state finals this year. <laughs> yeah, I, I, we were talking about them earlier, ironically, and we said, "Hey, getting to the state semifinals, they were they were they were disappointed." <laughs> last yeah. year, last year, uh, exiting the playoffs in the semifinal round. I mean, and for most, that's that's an unbelievable season for them. It's like, hang on a second, we're one game short. Yeah, and I uh, actually, at the first, I went to Mart when they played Marlin this year, and there were fans in the crowd who've been watching them for years, and they said, this is one of the biggest teams they've had as far as size up front, and they could see this talent-wise being one of the most talented teams they've had. Of course, they're still a little young, but yeah, they uh, the expectations are high in Mart, and it seems like they have the talent and the coaching. Coach Hoffman obviously does a great job to uh, to live it once again, so I'm looking forward to following them. What's the big game this week? I think Marlon Crawford, it's a big game. It's not as big as maybe we thought it was at the start of the season. I think all of us had it had a circle heading into the season, but I think it's still Marlon starting to really find their footing in that district and, and get a flow going. I think they're a team that only gets better as the year goes on. Um, but I, I think this very well could determine the district championship and, Crawford has looked as good as anyone, and they, they're just like a machine that is just cranking out wins. So I think that'll be a, a definitely the game to watch. And, of course, Darby gets to go to that one and <laughs> let me go to it this time. But I, I that one excites me. Crawford is Crawford. I mean, that's just – I don't know how else you put it. And uh, you're right, Marlon's getting healthy. And uh, getting healthy means uh, getting W. So that will be a fun one. All right. Hey, Chris, thanks. We uh, we appreciate your time. We appreciate you actually setting an alarm and, and being a part of the program. <laughs> hey, and you're never going to live it down. You you realize that, right? I, I I don't deserve to live it down. I hope you know I set about eight alarms and I brought out my old other <laughs> alarm clock that's not my phone. I made sure. I made sure I was going to be You know, we, we were maybe we can get out on the golf. Well, you don't play golf where I play golf, so it, it really doesn't matter. I, I thought we would just go play golf or something. But anyway, have a great day. We appreciate your time. Tell Darby we said hello. Will do. <laughs> See you later. That's Chris Williams. Good dude. He really is. They do a great. You know the cool thing about our TV stations in the market. They do a great job of balancing their coverage between the high school and the college and and whatever else that they got to get on the air. So good job there. Eight forty nine. We're uh, we're right back with more in just a moment. This is Dallas Cowboys football, football. twenty twenty two high formation. Ferguson, the fullback, only heard here. here in front of Elliott. Third and goal from the one. All season. Handoff. Elliott coming right, pushing goal line. Bangs in. Touchdown, Elliott. Sunday afternoon, it's your Cowboys and the L.A. Rams live from SoFi Stadium on this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. It's the Cowboys and the Rams, Sunday at 2.30 on ESPN Central Texas. TFNB Your Bank for Life is the official local bank of Baylor Athletics. 
Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our Edge checking and savings accounts to earn interest or cash back. With five convenient locations and an award-winning mobile app, banking has never been easier. TFNB, your bank for life. Member FDIC. This is Jim Haller, proudly speaking for Redwoods Incorporated. My wife and I had been thinking about the need to replace our old Redwood deck for a couple of years, but just kept procrastinating because of the big hassle we thought the project would be. That was the case until one day I picked up the phone and called Greg Evans at Redwoods Incorporated. He was nice enough to come out to our home the next morning and talk to us about the options available. He suggested what we needed to do from the decking material to the railings to the lighting to an outstanding contractor. To make a long story short we said let's go for it and a week and a half later thanks to redwoods incorporated we had a beautiful new deck to enjoy and to make it even better the cost was less than we had budgeted redwoods incorporated exceeded our expectations if you have a project in mind and want the best in wood products and customer service go see greg or scott at redwoods incorporated conveniently located off north valley mills drive on esther street behind applebee's restaurant you'll be glad you did Nobody covers football in Central Texas like ESPN Central Texas. When you do whatever it takes to get the job done, they say you're on it. At ASCO Equipment, they work hard to get the job done and get it done right. They partnered with Doosan Forklifts because they get the job done too. Doosan builds cushion, electric, and pneumatic forklifts you buy and rent at ASCO Equipment. And they service and support it. Quality forklifts that get the job done. ASCO Equipment. They're on it, whatever it is. Hometown Construction and Design constructs custom-built homes from the design of the floor plan to the completed project. They have the resources to get the job done right the first time, and the job will be completed in a timely manner. And here's the best part. The professionals at Hometown Construction and Design provide frequent updates to their customers. If you're looking to build in a rural area or in the city, contact Hometown Construction and Design, 254-229-0006, and check them out on Facebook. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update. The Texas Rangers tied a franchise record, turning six double plays, but lost to the Yankees three to one. Aaron Judge did not hit a home run, but has two games today to set a new American League single season home run record. The afternoon game starts at 105 and can be heard on Cool 101.3 FM. The nightcap begins at 7.05, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Kyle Schwarber's leadoff homer was enough for the Phillies to shut out the Astros 3-0. Houston has two more games against the Phillies before starting the postseason with the best record in the American League. Tony La Russa has announced his retirement due to health concerns. He won 2,900 games managing three different major league teams and won three World Series. San Francisco closed out week four of the NFL season with a 24-9 win over the Rams. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Time for the grab bag on Game Time. All right, eight fifty-three, seven away from nine. We were just talking about uniforms. Mm-hmm. I'm a uni guy. I, I am too, and I, you know, I, in my past life, I, I sold those uniforms and. Young coaches would say, what do you think about this? I said, I, I'm the wrong dude to ask. I like I like it clean and simple. I like on the road, white on white. And, and I'm just telling you right now, and I may make somebody mad, but the old Baylor uniform, the 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 gold helmet. The true with, gold helmet. Yes, with the green jersey and the white pant. Whoo. 
Nice. That was a clean look. Uh, it, it just said Baylor to me. Mm-hmm. It just screamed Baylor to me. Yeah. Uh, and I know kids like to wear different stuff. You got the grays and the blacks and the and the golds, and it's more yellow than gold. But man, I do love the old look. You know, no, I, that's I'm, not I'm, that's not gold they're wearing now. No, it's at yellow. All, is it's, it? No, not not the not not the old gold or the or the Vegas gold. I yeah, mean, I it's guess that's more the of a color yellow. I'm looking for. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm like you know the the gold. I like the Vegas the, gold. The gold dome. I mean, just that's what it was. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm just sitting there just thinking about Mike Singletary. You know, in 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 in, in I just love that uniform. And mm-hmm. when they went on the road, it was white on white. You know. But you know, and you you just didn't change the color of the headgear either. I mean, they they've got a green helmet and, and gold helmet and a white helmet. I'm like, wow. I know, I know. And again, I get it. it. It's it's the times we live in. I don't I don't mind the helmet change if you just stick with a couple, or if you just do maybe once a year. Every school does it. Yeah, but the five or six different. I don't. Or if you did it once a year and called it an alternate uniform or whatever, but that's okay. Yeah, I, I'm just. I'm. I guess I'm kind of a traditionalist when it comes to stuff like that. I liked that old uniform with the gold helmet, the green jersey. And, and you're and not talking hat. about that mirror gold. No, they no, wore no, no. I'm talking about the Vegas gold. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the it's, original gold. Yes, helmet. absolutely, absolutely. Kind of reminds you of the Notre Dame headgear. Uh, you know, kind of the same, same. Ten of gold, but anyway, I don't know. How did we get on that? I don't know. I started talking unis during the break. Oh, okay. And, and you know, and that's Tech's just going to wear the white helmet on Saturday. Oh, that's okay. So yeah, right there. That's and I don't. Who, I don't, don't like that. Why are you doing that? I don't know. They wear black headgear, don't they? Well, they're supposed to. <laughs> okay, that's what I thought. Eight fifty-six. We got to go. Uh, many thanks, to everyone's been a part of the program. Don't forget John Morris at three this afternoon, and coming up at four, it is Matt Mosley. Six thirty tonight. We got the coaches show over on Fox. Six o'clock. Six o'clock. I'm sorry. Yeah, six o'clock. Larry Harmon show tonight. Over on you. Uh, over on uh, thir- uh, over on the f- our Fox Central Texas radio station. Easy for me to say as we try to get out of here. <laughs>